Hey, before we get started, I want to let you know something you might not otherwise know. Did you know that we stream and have a YouTube channel? That's right. Been doing this over the past several months. Go to twitch.tv slash duckfeedtv and youtube.com slash duckfeedtv to see things like Hexcrank Live, where I play survival horror games. Choose Your Illusion 2, where Gary reads Choose Your Own Adventure books along with the crowd. And check it out, Comrade, the video version of Nick's indie game show. Once again, that is youtube.com slash duckfeedtv and twitch.tv slash duckfeedtv. Thanks. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And this is Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are reading your responses to our games for January 2018. Those were just the WarioWare series. Uh, we've got Child of Light and also Dungeon Keeper. Yeah. And, and you know, sometimes, a lot of times we're like, and y'all came out in force. Um, you didn't, which no. is okay. <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, there's going to be months where people just uh, have less to say about the games, but... If you do have anything to say about these games, if you listen and you're like, you know what, I, I really meant to to write in about, about that, uh, still do so. Because yes. we might put those in a later month. Yeah. So um, please do. Yeah. The standing deadline for everything is still the 15th um, of every month, you know, the, of the month in question. But uh, mm-hmm. in times like this, we will uh, keep those things open. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, short episodes are no bad thing. Nope. Um, let's do the responses first. We have a little bit of business at the end. Yes, we'll talk about, but yes. uh, we'll, we're going to get a start here with the responses. Um, I will read the first one here mm-hmm. for Michael about WarioWare. And Michael says, <clears throat> I was introduced to WarioWare in college through the GameCube version and immediately fell in love. I had never played anything else like it. Seeing just a word and maybe a button prompt and then having to figure out what to do was exhilarating. Once I got the hang of it, I loved making other friends play with me. <laughs> I would try and explain as little as possible about the game uh, beforehand so I could watch their stunned faces as they were asked to cover cover a cat with an umbrella or avoid snot dripping from a floating woman's head. <laughs> uh, and it seemed like no matter how many times I played it, I'd always stumble upon a new minigame. It is also one of two games that my girlfriend will grudgingly admit to enjoying, and if that's not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Gr- grudging acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best any of us can hope for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the... the, the um, that was like when we, because we was way back when we recorded the live show and stuff. But uh-huh. figuring out that, like the fun in WarioWare is how quickly you can figure out the context for directions, mm-hmm. uh, was a big part. I think that's like the biggest part of the appeal. Yeah, and like me. you know, there, there there are always going to be those people who are just overwhelmed by that. You know, like oh gosh, I don't know what's what's going on. It's like your grandma's worst uh, worst nightmare of picking up even just like the 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 cable box remote. Yeah, like oh no, yeah. I'm gonna I, break I everything. Break yeah, I just break it. Yeah, I just break it. I, I if I just did the dishes, they'd be worse. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just, yeah, you know, I just I just yeah. make it worse. Yeah, we we recorded yeah. this episode so long ago. It's like three months ago now. So I feel I'm sorry if I told this. Remember same three story. months ago? It was uh, three years ago. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, 
it's uh <laughs> yeah um anyway <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to lean into that sadness um <laughs> but no just uh this was the case for me with the wii version we would have it you know like my bedroom and my college house was up toward the front of the up toward the front of the house everybody would walk in um you know basically right by my door and i was like hey i'm playing warrior come in it would just be like a nice little like hang and drink kind of game yeah i feel like i mean we we've we talked about this and we talked about it in the live show as well, but like that really is one of the the things about the Wii version. I know that I'm alone in this, but that kind of turns me off it is it does kind of re- reduce be with the, you know, uh, instructions are quite that explicit. Mm. Like it doesn't have that kind of throwing you into the deep end angle nearly as strong as the other entries do. Yeah. Just because of those because things, it, that because it you shows up. you the, uh, it shows you the, how you, how baton. to hold, yeah. How to, how yeah. to hold the form baton. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, like at length, like it gives you a relaxation period and then gives you the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it, like it, uh, what I would do when I would bring new people in, I would, I wouldn't show them the, and now for the umbrella, like the stately salaryman trying to, well, you know, like that, like, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't show them that. Like it would be like the, the hardest mega mix or whatever. Like, Hey, mm. step in here. Yeah. Step, step into the booth and, and yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that, that was the way I, I took the, uh, I took the relaxation bullets myself. Hmm. It's good, good, good on you to throw yourself on the relaxation grenade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I suppose would just be like some chamomile and lavender, like a like a like a like a very late period uh, uh, Green Day, <laughs> relax like period. album or something, something like that. Oh, yep. that was their um, ambient period. What uh, what does Cal have to say? Uh, yeah, moving on to some responses about Child of Light. We have Cal saying. On Child of Light, I think the problem with this game is that at their core, RPGs are bad. Your basic... Yeah. <laughs> Cal, Cal's, Cal's speaking my language. Uh, you're you're ba- doing it. Jeez. <laughs> you're doing don't, it, buddy. Don't, don't, don't salt that particular patch of earth. Um, yeah, yeah. Your basic gameplay tends to be really flat, uh, and you can't make a good JRPG just by polishing those compared to a platformer or a first-person shooter. So simpler RPGs tend to struggle. The way you make one of these games good is to add complexity to the framework, encourage interesting decision-making, having a motivating narrative and worthwhile exploration. Uh, Child of Light only manages to look appealing, but limiting the party size and adding an initiative system designed for tactical RPGs with lots of units on both sides, having limited character builds with few correct choices while not rewarding exploration and having weak writing makes for a poor experience. Well put. Called it. Yeah, like it's not that RPGs, you know, at their core are bad, but they need a lot of uh, dressing up. Like this was yeah. Child of Light was part of the, and I feel this way about, and I know this is a very popular game, but like I feel the same way about Bravely Default that mm-hmm. like the the JRPGs that tend to get really lauded uh, as being these kind of revolutions to the form uh, kind of things, like just paper over problems with the genre, right? You know, that are kind of inherent. Like you can make. You know, like when when Child of Light is just like, oh, or not Child of Light, like Bravely Default's like, oh, you can just kind of fast forward through encounters or turn encounters off. Like, what does that say about the confidence you have in the system in your game at all? Right. Like, and if you can if you can just turn this off in a menu, is that system worth having in your game? I think that like almost anyone would, you know, argue like probably not. Like, it is not a core part of the experience. If you know, it is it is a feature. Like you can re-release the game for more money with the ability to turn off the thing you most do in the game. <laughs> you know, um, and like so the uh, those are those are all the points. Like all the things that Cal brought up are the things that make that better. Yeah. You know, 
what um what this revealed for me and Child of Light is a one data point on this kind of recent trend of making RPG likes or making RPGs that appeal to nostalgia mechanically. You know, like I just mm-hmm. haven't I haven't done a bunch of those. Like the most recent RPG I played before this was like Undertale, which had mm-hmm. its own kind of embellishment that added a bunch of stuff on top of that. Um what Child of Light makes me feel like is something that is designed to appeal to nostalgia is never going to rise to the level of something that I already feel nostalgia for, you know, like it can't capture the same thing because like, yeah, you can pretend to be Chrono Trigger. I understand that there are flaws and limitations to how basic Chrono Trigger is. Um, but you like the Chrono Trigger characters, yeah. you have positive associations with those locations, music yeah. and that Sprite palette and like right, all those things. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. it's, it's such an uphill battle and the, the, the fundamentals just aren't enough. Not, not I mean, I'm not as against them as you are, but the fundamentals just aren't enough. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good way to put it because like, even with all of the, most of the, 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 you know, the problems with the, the battle system, like that can you know, we did final fantasy four, which is a game I still love. Like, and those problems are all there right. with the battle system. Like it's not very, it's not particularly good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it does the job, but again, I just like those characters and stuff. Yeah. And the same thing when eventually we get around to, uh, you know, the, the other, uh, like 32 bit, final fantasies like which i'm sure we'll do mm-hmm. at some point like things like that where it's like i just i like these these systems of being in this world mm-hmm. I, I just kind of feel good about it um recreating that from the ground up is asking for like a lot of buy-in yeah when you know and that's just uh it does you you have to have something to some kind of base to do that rounding up yeah you know and and you can it's not like you know oh like we're we're generally on the in the retro gaming sphere like pretty wary of nostalgia Right. Um, and and but we I mean, like we, we, we put it in a containment box. We recognize that it's there, but we we don't which we, we try not to let that bleed too much. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's its its own thing. Right. And uh, if you don't have that going for you, um, you just you, you know, you just need to do more work. Yeah. You know, and, and Child of Light could have done that with like almost any of the things, mm-hmm. you know, like it could have like. Snap your dialogue or a better narrative or it being more fun to explore those worlds, like would have done a lot Yeah. Um, for that. It just nothing, nothing did the work. You right. know, if you, if you did a paint of that game, that was exactly as it is, but threw in characters that we were already nostalgic for, like it would probably, I mean, it still probably wouldn't be a redemption, but it'd be, a, it'd be a much better game. Yeah. Um, and kind of damningly, the stuff that, that seems like they did put some amount of effort into the rhyming actively detracted from any of the simplicity and, you know, value of having a fairy tale story. Yeah. Would have had, yeah. you know, and then, yeah, for sure. And when I say, I mean, when I say better game. I don't actually mean better game. I mean like a right. more pleasant experience. Yes. So, um, yeah. Uh, Matt says via contact. I genuinely liked child of light. When I first started the animation, art style and music were all unique and beautiful. I even enjoyed the combat quite a bit for the first few areas. Finding ways to interrupt the majority of enemies attacks were, was very satisfying. However, it quickly ground down on me with its length and tedium. For example, other than when an enemy is literally on fire, you can't easily tell what their elemental weaknesses are. I would end up casting Aurora's light magic on every enemy to see if they were dark type. Uh, They very rarely were, so I never bothered uh, focusing on that branch of her uh, skill tree. Boy, was that a mistake. Um, Umbra, the final boss, encapsulates the problem with the combat in this game. The three enemies in this fight are only weak to Aurora's light magic, so she has to be uh, in the fight most of the time in order to get anywhere. You want a tank and a healer? Too bad. You are constantly getting debuffed, so you have to waste turns using potions. You are constantly getting attacked for huge damage numbers, so you have to waste turns healing, or reviving, or defending. You get punished for interrupting the enemy's attacks, 
So you have to waste turns doing literally nothing because you don't want to get punished for the interruption, even though this has been the core pillar of the combat for most of the game. After a few attempts at this boss, and doing nothing but healing and defending, I turned off the game and never played it again. It's not generally like this. It took a year for me to beat Lawrence and the Orphan in Bloodborne, but gosh darn it, I did it. I could see all the non-fun I was about to have uh, trying this boss over and over and decided it wasn't worth it. Yeah, like again, those are all really fair, good criticisms of this battle system that like mm-hmm. is on the surface, you know, again, better than nothing, but like has a lot of problems. Yeah, and we we pointed out the problem with like the back half of the bosses immediately just like subverting the behavior that it trained you to do. Right. Well, and and like and you can do that in a cool way. It just it takes a really good touch. Right. You know, like it, it takes uh, the the exploding head guys from uh, from RE4, even though those guys do blow up regardless. It's not mm-hmm. the we train you for headshots thing. Like, right. But it, it seems like it is, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is maybe why that's such a good example of it, because it feels right without actually even being, yeah. you know, being right. And that whole bit about the build, that's the exact same thing that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't focus on magic. I focused on my sword because, you know, and then like, yes, you can add the crystal to your sword, but like, you know, <laughs> I don't know that going in. So it just, it is, a weird thing where they the way they ramped up difficulty in that game was just to take up your time like i'm sure matt you know just healing and dodging during that fight was how i got through it mostly as well right you can get through it that way it just takes fucking forever yeah and also um, feels terrible because you're throwing yeah, away your action opportunities yeah it's, it's just not uh it's not super fun yeah so yeah big bummer i was expecting spirited defenses of child of light yeah in their responses because uh that episode you know now the way that we do these um, it used to be that responses, you know, um, people couldn't have heard the episode. Right. By the time they heard responses. Now people couldn't, you know, can hear that episode and have. Mm-hmm. And I was really expecting some people to call us out for that. So, yeah, it's not an invitation um, no, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I was I was bracing for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally here we have a a, a combination response. Combo. Combo. Doug writes in via contact saying, my memories of Child of Light were generally fond ones. Despite that, as you laid out your criticisms against the game, I found myself unable to disagree. The weakness of the rhyming, the shallowness of the plot, and the mechanical issues with the combat system all detract from the game. These were all issues that I noticed back when I played it myself, so why had I given it a passing grade? Let alone, why did the critics rave about it? I think the answer lies in a secret weapon of game design. Whimsy. Whimsy has an extraordinary ability to paper over a game's flaws. The WarioWare series is a great example of this in practice. On paper, WarioWare shouldn't work. It has no plot, and gameplay is deconstructed to almost a vanishing point. Uh, and yet, I had so much fun using a Wiimote to pick up to pick a nose or flip a flapjack uh, for the few seconds that that took, and it succeeds wildly. And of course, when you marry Whimsy to something mechanically airtight, say Shovel Knight, you can truly create a classic. That isn't to say you can salvage a truly bad game with cuteness, but these games serve as a lesson that while you can reduce something to a wireframe, imaginativeness, imaginativeness and humor are ingredients too valuable to leave out. Yeah, well said. Yeah. yeah theming counts. <laughs> yeah, theming, really theming counts and like that uh, that whimsy bit. Like there is that's that's you know really huge. Like yeah. I think we talked about it in terms of the episode about like charm, but like you know, when somebody describes a game and they're just like oh you know and the only good thing they can say about it is it's kind of charming like that's always tough on me right you know and it's not just you know uh, uh these like vintage jrpgs like um lazy game reviews the youtube guy who i watch 
uh, we'll do this with like pretty bland looking like collect the asset old PC flat platformers. Mm -hmm. You know, platformers. What I almost said. Let's be free and slip. Take that. Um, <laughs> old platformers, and they'll be like, oh, it's like very charming, and I'm, and you know, I've played like similar games to that. Like I played your your Jazz Jack Rabbits and your your Commander's Keen and and the like, and like it's that's such a delicate target to hit like it feels like that should always be salt and pepper on the side not yeah. like something that you know you put as the meat of your game yeah like ch charm or quirkiness or anything that that aesthetic uh kind of confers that's the spin on the ball not trajectory you know yeah yep um and just you know you can you can kind of tell it feels like when a game or a work in general puts that you know tries to put that charm mm -hmm. first you know and just like oh this is the basis you know this is what we have going for us right charm charm <laughs> uh and it it just uh you know it, it's very very rarely does that hit the target for me yeah and unless this be boiled down to just like oh things need to be cute in order to have that succeed uh take that and apply it to something like killer seven right where yeah. the aesthetic to that um absolutely i think saves it from being um just a mechanical slog right yeah yeah like it, it's uh the, you know, the the aesthetic and then also just the the tone and the story and stuff are, mm -hmm. are interesting enough yeah. To where it has that little kind of like quirkiness that, that carries you through. Yeah. You know, um, but I, I like at least for, you know, I can only speak for myself, but like you can that is such a fine line, right? Like you can pinpoint the point where like that's I, I got 85 percent the way through Deadly Premonition, you know, and like got to a part where like I, it was super charming. I was still super into it, mm -hmm. had that quirk, but I couldn't beat a boss and got too frustrated and quit. Right. You know, like it wasn't the mechanics. It wasn't enough to draw me in. So like there's almost like a scientific, the amount of charmicules mm -hmm. that like you that that work. And then at yeah. a certain point, you know, it's kind of past that. Oh, and, and that and that currency is going to have a different whoops. <laughs> it's going to have a different whoops. I'm going to leave that in because that was funny. My phone rang. <laughs> yeah. um, no, that currency is going to have a different exchange rate for different people, you know, for sure. Yeah. Like there, I, I will see people who, you know um who will talk about just like playing a game all the way through that like i i would think is very boring and no judgment on them but it's just like they're just like oh it's charming and like passes yeah, the yeah. time and it's like hey, that's that's i get it yeah no. you know and then sometimes you know the everything's just weights like whether things are weighted for you so like yeah. with something like um you know killer seven like the the bonkers story was appealing to both of us enough to where we would kind of struggle through the kind of suboptimal yeah gameplay you know mm-hmm um, because that that specific type had similar values for us, whereas like a very, you know, a game that shows up in the you also searched for, mm -hmm. thank Deadly Premonition, which I'm not bashing. Like I like Deadly Premonition. Right. I'm right. just saying it, it's it's a game with a sense of like kind of quirk and charm, where yeah. I had to tap out. Yeah. You know, so there there's a point. So like that the the valuable parts of that are were slightly more valuable to you, and or yeah, the non valuable parts were slightly less bothersome. Yeah. And insofar as the show represents us and our opinions and stuff, I think outside of the show that that will spend a little bit further for me personally, like in something that I play for myself. Um, mm. It's just hard for that to really come through on the show because there's only so much you can say about the way that this works, works for you aesthetically for the quirk. Or yeah. That, you know, like yeah. we, we have to we have to dig a little deeper and by its nature, like that is a uh, a very superficial kind of thing. So, yeah, you know. Just I, I don't want people to think that I'm like joyless, <laughs> you know. No, because, no, because I don't. Do. I don't think that makes you sound joyless. Yeah. I think it makes, it makes me sound joyless because <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm like oh I can't uh you know, yeah. you know oh I, I I am too bothered by this Goku boss fight to like yeah. partake in this totally unique and and you know bonkers thing. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, I'm positive there there there's stuff 
there's stuff for you that outside of the show you otherwise wouldn't play but would you know carry have more legs because of its aesthetic you know yeah yeah, yeah that that 100 percent happens yeah you know very much but like i think at its best you know again to to doug's point is when they work in concert so you take something like um you know like transistor or something like that right mm-hmm. like where it is uh has this kind of like charming kind of very interesting aesthetic mm-hmm. and offbeat tone and everything and they just marry it to mechanics i really love and it ends up being sublime you know as opposed to something even that in you know i kind of end up liking uh like so like we're gonna do um jumping flash right uh, recording that that's a good example of this where i think that like the kind of quirk and charm of that actually does carry me past like kind of simple mechanics that are like not mm-hmm. bad but are very simple right like that's a good that's a really good example of, of that kind of thing where i can kind of round up right uh, for that yeah so yeah yeah um it's it's an interesting uh kind of thing that because of this job and the show i'm forced to think about more than i would otherwise yep you know uh, otherwise i was just like a kid with a increasingly sour feeling about struggling through the cutscenes in okami and not understanding why <laughs> right. you know just like like not kid like a you know mid-20s but like right. playing through it and just being like I just, why, why don't why I this like feel this good? more? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why does this feel bad? Why don't I like this more? This is beautiful. Like, I should like it. Right. You know, and just not, uh-huh. you know, because there's that line. Yeah. So. And, I, and I feel like we've, uh, outside of all of the, you know, the fact that we get money from this, I feel like I've gained more from developing that eye than I've lost. You know, oh, yeah. like I feel that it hasn't sucked all the color and joy out of the other stuff. I, 100%. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, uh, self, like, self-awareness is always a good thing to buy. Like, yeah. knowing... um because I, because I didn't actually, my experience didn't change that much. Like the games that I used to, I felt like I would force myself to play because I thought I should like them yeah. based on kind of like those, those metrics or because I like the theming that I've now hence stopped. Like that's yeah. been a really, really good just in my life in general. Like that's been good for my health. Right. You know, like heat finishing something doesn't, doesn't feel good. <laughs> right. You know, like, do you remember when you like, were you, uh, I don't know if you were the same way, but when I was younger, like I used to, um, I wouldn't quit a book. Like it's oh, like a book yeah. is a commitment. If I if I start reading a book, like I gotta finish the book. And I read so much trash yeah. because of that. Just like wasted so much time. And at the end of it, I wasn't I didn't feel better. I wasn't like, oh, you know, I did I have bettered myself through this. This wasn't mm-hmm. vegetables. Right. You know? Right. It was just like, oh, you can technically eat paper. Like it doesn't actually like hurt you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just me sitting down with like a, a, a three ring binder yeah. and just tearing myself off slice after slice of college ruled, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no for yeah. sure i like i I definitely probably read far more like crin books than i otherwise would crin and pern and all that be out, out of both a sense of sunk cost and also a sense of like well i've, I've started on the series so i need to finish it yeah you it's a, it's a terrible like it's a terrible move like I've, I've done that now with like i've got uh audiobooks i've been listening to a lot of audiobooks uh-huh. i'm like given up on a couple of them yeah you know it's just like oh, and you those know, cost you money like those are those are not cheap. yeah <laughs> yeah it was there there's money i put into it but also like i'm just not enjoying it like yeah. you know and like i still you know I, the thing i take from giving up if i had pushed myself through i wouldn't get anything that i'm not getting now which is knowing why this put me off right right you know and you can apply that same kind of thing to games or any kind of any kind of art yeah you know when i when i stopped watching uh fucking uh, dexter yeah. You know, something like that. Like, you can put it the TV, you can do games. When, when I, like I stop watching Walking Dead, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you can do this to, to any any medium where it's like, yeah. I could push myself through because I've started and because of the, the elements of this I like. Mm-hmm. Like, the aesthetic elements I like. Um, but right now, I can say, hey, this thing that it does bad, mm-hmm. I can say that concretely. 
that's the value you're going to get from bad art. Oh, I understand this and I understand a little bit more about myself and my, yeah. And just kind of the, my taste, the, the plinko machine that is, or the pachinko machine that is my discernment, you know, Yes. like, and you don't have to get rid of all of your biases. Like understanding them is, is, is I think the, the goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a, you know, it's a good thing. Like it's a good thing to end up like, I know people who will mourn that because it's like a thing that I associate with childhood, like that kind of going down with the ship. Yeah. You know, uh, kind of forcing yourself through things. Like we talk about it all the time. Like when we had unlimited kid time, we played through this. What the fuck were we doing? <laughs> you know, and like people miss that, but that's maybe that's actually bad. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So I think the I think the idea is to go around to every little kid and try and impress on them that one day they will die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we will all fall like on the leaves. Like it is uh, <laughs> into the ultimate season. Like it's all it's all going down. Um, so you have to, you have to be valuable with your time. Like if I could go back to younger Gary and stop him from reading those Xanth books <laughs> or like reading, like reading past like the, the first or second one. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause now I get to tell funny Xanth stories, but I didn't need to get down to demons don't dream to tell about funny fucking Xanth stories. Like, <laughs> I had to read the color of her panties yeah. to, uh, to get the, is that seriously a Xanth book? Yeah, man. It's like, it's like number 18 or something too. Like it's, it's way deep, it's way deeper than I should have got. They're still making those fuckers. Every time I go to the bookstore, I look at them and look at the like most recent titles uh, and stuff. Holy those shit. Things, those things have been coming out like clockwork. What in the fuck? Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize there was a book. There was a, there was a Xanth book called the color of her panties. Indeed. Wow. Indeed. It's, it's about, uh, it's about this, these panties. Uh, cause, yeah. cause he's a, he's a gross old pervert. Right. And like, and it's, it's funny because, you know, he's we, we talked about Pierce Anthony before, but like in the first book, he introduces a character who's a woman who like with the cycle of the moon gets uh, pretty but dumb and then gets ugly but smart uh, oh, during man. certain parts of it goes back and forth. And as a, you know, like literal like 12 year old. Uh-huh. Right. Like I didn't see I didn't see that problem. Yeah, you, that. you didn't like the, the misogyny of that didn't scan. Yeah, I was I wasn't that woke in 1992 when I was fucking 12. Right. Um, right. You know, but you you draw I now like I can look back on retrospect. And when the, the series started skeeving me out, <laughs> you know, by the time you got to like color of our pan, her panties, um, like it just it drew a line. Like I was like, oh, this is that creator. <laughs> Holy shit. It's always been like the oh. call has been coming throughout the house. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's always been a pervert piece of shit. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So yeah, they're, they're, they've definitely been coming out like clockwork. However, it's, it's, it's hilarious because if you look at the list of Xanth books, um, around book 36 and they're currently on book 41 around book 36, uh, the links on Wikipedia turn from blue to red. Oh, that's, that's always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. Oh, well, I forget how we got there. Oh, it does, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, let's uh, let's talk about it just real quick. Uh, hopefully, people are listening to this. Um, you know, listening here to the end. Um, we want to address in a public release show what's going on with that Dark Souls remaster. Yes. So, and also about um, uh, Shadows Die Twice or whatever. To reiterate yes. that, um, we talked about this in a recent Duck Tracks uh, that's come out here, uh, but not everybody gets that. Not you know, it's not a hugely uh, available thing. This is publicly available. Uh, we want to at least make sure we can point to something so people can hear it if that's how they prefer to get that. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much uh, nothing has changed. Uh, we are still going to do from software stuff on this show. Right. Um, it's very sweet. Oh, it's incredibly uh, well, flattering that whenever from does something, people come to us and say, hey, can it come back? 
Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, it's very nice. We just can't, uh, that is too much work. Mm hmm. Um, for us to do right now and the shows are not as I don't think the shows are as different as some people think they are I think it's like a I guess like a testament to success in branding right right. Uh, that they come off quite so different but when we eventually like cover shadow souls on watch out for fireballs like it won't be quite as in-depth but it mm -hmm. will still be a lot right and will still be us and I think that you guys will still get a, get most of you know most if not all of the same out of it right so it's nothing nothing is really being taken away other than, like, can you imagine if we had done Bonfire Side Chat, chat off-season up until the remaster came oh out? Oh, my God. Like, this was this whole, like, so so since that last one, so the last six months of trying to find increasingly expanding definitions of Souls-likes. <laughs> like, I mean, we probably would have done the rest of the Kingsfield uh -huh. stuff, which it wouldn't have been that, you know, that bad. No, it would have been very time-consuming, but, like, those are good games. Right. Uh, after that, you know, uh, moved on to, you know, maybe we would have like d pulled the cord early on an armored core. Like we might have been able to figure something out, but like, right. boy, oh boy. Yeah, that it would have been, been a tough putt. It, it, yeah, a very tough putt that I don't think would have made anybody happy, either us or the people tuning in. Yeah. Because we wouldn't be talking about souls. We'd be talking about stuff that's related. I can show you the numbers on those off seasons. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, a, and it's, you know, it's not dismal, but it's not nearly yeah. as strong as right. like the, the mainline soul stuff. The, um, so when it comes out, we will definitely cover it. Um, the remaster, like who? Probably not, because there's not, as far as we know, like a lot of people are holding out hope for new content. I don't know why. Um, yeah. It seems like the kind of thing they would announce. It does. And in lieu of announcing new content, they said, oh, this will include the Artorias of the Abyss stuff. Like, okay, yes. cool. I would hope it would. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to buy a separate Switch cart to like insert to... <laughs> pre-install you know, pre hook up a, the the artorius the abyss switch yeah. cart up to your scuzzy drive and like <laughs> hook it into your thing like you know it's it's the game of the year edition thing it's it's budget priced uh -huh. you know it's like 40 bucks so like which has been the standard for old games on switch mm -hmm. um it's gonna be cool like just because it like i'm I'm really happy about it and it's nice that like, people are like hey did you hear about this like it's it's very sweet like i am excited about it mm -hmm. I, I'm, gonna I'm gonna play, play the I'm gonna play the shit out of that game on Switch. Like it's gonna be, uh, you know, I have a trip, like a plane trip. And it's not coming out before that, and it's a bummer because if it was, like, I'd just play, do a Souls run on the plane, it'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just new graphics and and summon limits, and it'll be really hard to find stuff to talk about. Right. With that, like, if we were to do another, like, a quote unquote season on it, or even an episode, like, it would, it would just be, you know, at best, if it if it's a success, is us talking about how nice it looks. Right. For, uh, you know, and, and even then, like, even frame rate won't be a thing because I think on Switch, I think it's still 30 frames per second. Right, right. Like the 4K 60 stuff is on is on different platforms. Yeah, I don't have a 4K TV. Yeah. Like, are you out of your mind? Like, <laughs> you know, just, like, I don't, you know, so the, uh, uh, it just, it, there's just not enough new to talk about. Right, right. And, you know, outside of like, if we got different guests or whatever, the content wouldn't be any different. Yeah. And yeah. even then it would be us, you know going back and doing that revisit episode, like my opinions on dark souls one haven't, haven't changed that much. No, like out of all the games, like that is the one that has probably been the most steady and the one I've revisited the most, mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's, I, I, I already have fresh impressions of it and yeah. it's just like, it, it's like I have a door in my house. Every time I open it, I just see the shining light and I'm like, yep, <laughs> dark souls one is still good, you know, and yeah. then I just close the door and I just check on it every once yeah, in a while. The door next to it, like, oh, Demon Souls is getting better and better in my estimation every single yeah. time I think about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> this light's getting brighter, you know. Yeah. The um, that uh, so there, there just wouldn't be, you know, even with new guests, it would still be the guests saying things and us like just kind of responding to them, right? Because what what else there would be to say? Uh, we've already said, right? You know, so right. um, 
I think I encourage people to look at this not in terms of bonfire side chat, but just as a good, cool thing that happened for Souls fans. Mm-hmm. The two dudes from bonfire side chat included. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, yeah. That's and that's how that's how it feels to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and who knows? There could be more announcements because we know literally nothing about about this this particular thing everything that we're saying is based on what we know right now like people thought that they were going to be porting this to the dark souls 3 engine like that would be incredibly strange uh but then they came out and said no that's not happening um i just think it's so weird because i don't like that would be so much work and i think that uh people just you know expect that that would be easy and it it wouldn't (laughs) no no you know and i just i just don't think that's gonna happen maybe you know but even then, like if it was just a new engine thing, that would be really hard to do another season mm-hmm. based off. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the most likely thing and there, there's no commitment to this, but like if we were to do like an impressions episode and put it in a charity bundle thing mm-hmm. or put it uh, or it would bubble up in an abject suffering or something that was just like, hey, isn't this pretty? Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. It would be we can't uh, wheel out the, the, you know, dust off the, the old suit. No. For it. Um, um a similar position as shadows die twice or whatever that uh the that VGA yeah. trailer was we know nothing about it um and the like our our, our stance hasn't changed like it, this looks like it might be a new souls thing we're gonna we're definitely gonna play it we're definitely gonna talk about it if it is something we can cover on a show then we're gonna cover it here yeah over like four episodes instead of 12 right you know so quicker but not mm-hmm. that much quicker. Like right. you heard, you know, how long those those uh, Witcher episodes were. Yeah. Like, you know, longer episode. Like it would probably be something we just go really, really in depth, mm-hmm. like go area by area and do kind of like a mini bonfire side chat throughout it, which I would love to do. Uh-huh. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to that like quite a bit. Like I'm my refractory period for a Souls like is is up. Right. You know, like that. Like I want that to come out and be a, a cool Souls like, especially if the theming is, is good. Right. Um. You know, and I would love to, to cover it, but it'll just be on here. And it's like, do some people just resist? They don't want to throw plug in that new RSS, but like, you know, it's a, uh, that's where it's going to, that's where it's going to come. Yep. Come in. No. So, yeah. So that's the business. That's the announcement. A lot of people came to us and it was incredibly flattering. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just as simple as it is. Yeah. That, that, that is our plan. So yeah. if, and if we're wrong, if they do add new content, to this the new version which i again i don't think they will but if that happens like we'll discuss it and yep. it will probably get covered in some way shape or form mm-hmm. uh you know even if it is a like let's say they added a new like they're not gonna do this but like let's say they added like a new area uh-huh. to it like you know we could do a a episode of this show mm-hmm. on it you know just plug it in somewhere and just like cover it because like we we want to like it's not like a, a thing where we're throwing a bone like we want to cover that because we're gonna play it and i right. want to talk about it yeah so just know that it's not something that like it's twisting our arm. It's just about the the effort of doing two shows at once and the lack of stuff to dig into. Yes, at least for the remake. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So thanks everybody for thinking of us when these uh, when these announcements come out. Yeah, we really we do appreciate it. Yeah. So and if you if you reached out and told me about it and I haven't responded, I apologize. Right. Uh, just uh, a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, we should yeah, talk about March. Oh yeah, March. Lousy smarch weather. <laughs> Lousy um, smarch weather. So first up in March is our poll uh for shoot 'em ups. Yeah. Um, so we put this out and there's a clear front runner right now, but who knows? Things can always change. Um yes, we want to do kind of like a top down or side on shoot 'em up game, shoot 'em up style by Ray Gun uh, Cantrell. Uh no. Gangum. What? Gangum style. I get but yep. <laughs> 
Uh, we, we had five candidates kind of pulled from different uh, uh, different series and different uh, and, and different uh, time periods. And yes. I, I had this list up. But then yeah, I and I will up. I will vamp while you pull up that list again. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a couple of people have expressed, uh, you know, concern where they're like, oh, like this genre is not going to support your treatment. Um, we, you know, we want to experiment and try different types of games. Yeah. Um, so it might be something where like it might be a shorter episode. Keep in mind, you know, the pilot for WAP 2.0 was that Pac-Man 2 episode. Mm -hmm. Like, doing an hour episode is not a bad thing in the new format. Um, and then, two, like, I want to see, you know, break this down and see how it fits. Like, I want yeah. to take some of the best of that genre and see if, after taking three big bites of the best of the genre, you know, how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. You know, because it was, it, it's not, a, it's a genre that I, like, kind of, like, I'll play these in an arcade. Mm -hmm. It's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I never had a home one get its hooks into me. Yeah. Um, and I want to see if like, again, like these kind of best of the genre examples can, and regardless of which the nice thing about all five of these games that they have in common, I think is they all have stellar soundtracks. Um, <laughs> so there'll be really good music and, and, you know, visuals regarding yeah, in either yeah. case. Yeah. Uh, you know, neither of us are the kind of people who have been playing these forever. We're not like digesting the latest like Toho game or whatever it is. Yes. Or, you know, like a, like a, like a cave kind of shooter like that, like that is a, th th that is a kind of genre enthusiasm we just can't bring to it. We can't bring yeah. that eye to it. So, you know, think about these as um, our usual disclaimer of like a survey course or something more for the people who are, you know, similar to us. Like we will play these in an arcade. Um, yeah. You know, and, and maybe that might happen. Like we might do this and both really get into it and then eventually want to dig deeper right. into them and eventually do like a, you know, a toe sh shooter. If we can, dra you know, grasp the intri intricacies intricacies enough to to talk about it and have it be interesting the meat my hands are made of is so dumb gary i don't want to promise that yeah no, no promise <laughs> I, I said i said might yeah i know uh, which I just, is the opposite i just wanted promise. to i just wanted yeah. to dig at myself at how dumb my meat hands are um yeah but safe states right. <laughs> True. yeah uh so the five games that we have um are gradius 2 the arcade version that's available on psn ikaruka uh it's a popular treasure game you can get it on steam uh, mm -hmm. Jamestown, uh, kind of a, a modern indie take on the genre. Mm -hmm. um, not to get that on Steam. Life Force, the NES version of Salamander. Like Life Force was a huge game on the NES. Um, and then Super R-Type, the, uh, the SNES port of R-Type 2. Yes. Yeah, all of which are, you know, the ones of those I've played, which are Life, R Life Force and Jamestown and R-Type, yep. uh, are all good. I yep. like those games quite a bit. So, um, and I, I guess I played Akaruga, too. Like, yeah, I played both of these. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is, uh, so yeah, uh, you can vote if you're a patron. Yes. Um, you have to go to patreon.com slash duckbtv and that allow, even a dollar a month, to get you in on these votes. Yeah. Um, if so you're if, you, if you're looking for a reason to support, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Ikaruga's in the lead right now, but if you don't want that that to happen, rally your support. Yeah, um, uh, campaign. Yes. We encourage infighting and, uh, you know. <laughs> backstabbing. Pet, petty that. backstabbing yeah. when it comes to these polls. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a quiz show. <laughs> uh but yeah I, I always i always like seeing the discussion that these uh that these bring up mm -hmm. yeah yeah um after that we are doing the witcher 3 hearts of stone mm -hmm. um so real excited about that we said that we would be covering those dlcs we are we're making good. um mm -hmm. um i'm gonna replay it i wasn't sure if i would but i'm gonna do the like a direct save just the thing because it's short and it's so good yeah so. yeah i'm about a third of the way through it right now um and it's really good yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah, God, it's so good. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be one episode. We'll talk about the the main quest and the you know the the notable side stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no generalities like that. Witcher three generalities yeah. episodes gonna have to be real portable. 
Yep, it, it will uh, it will apply. You know, so for people who liked those episodes, if the response has been really good, mm-hmm. uh, you're welcome. For people who like didn't really like those episodes, you get to hold your breath for a week, and it's just one. Yeah, just one. Yeah. Um, and when we get to uh, Blood and Wine, um, that's a much longer thing. That it will either be like one super episode that might be two, depending on where we stick it in the year. Yes. Because uh, it's it's much longer. Yeah, it depends uh, much on more where effects. it goes and if we have room for two there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the final game for March. This is exciting. This is um, one of our episodes. It's our first one where somebody is paid to be a guest. So to pick the game and also to be a guest, we are having mm-hmm. John Hurst. You might remember him from the uh, from the uh, Bonfireside Chat revisit episodes. Uh, John Hurst is coming on, and we are doing a two-parter on The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, game of the year, like, mostly all over the place. Yes. So, uh yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, to finishing that. Yeah. Um, just so everyone knows, like, this is not going to be... Uh, it would be death if we describe what happens in every shrine. Yep. Um, death for us, death for you. It'd be just death of the, death of the universe. Like, it would, yep. nobody wants that uh, shit. The, the, having, you know, ha- being in the process of playing this, it's probably going to be more along the lines of, like, here are the types of the shrines. Yes. And here like, are the here, especially cool, like, puzzle ones that we talked about. Yes. Like, here's us talking about... Types of shrines, how shrines fit into the gameplay loop, mm-hmm. you know, what uh, some some of the best, but then also kind of what they do to the general experience for. And we'll talk about that for a half hour or 45 minutes. Yes. Is is my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's such a big part of the experience. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. um, but it, it's a uh, it is, you know, same thing with the, the seeds. Yeah. Same no, thing with I was going to say the entire of, second episode is going to be all about getting those seeds. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do all 990 seeds or whatever because <laughs> uh, we hate ourselves. I'm going to cook every recipe. Um, the, the, uh, so we're, we're not going to do that. So just don't expect that kind of completionism. If, if we say uh, in that game like X and, and then there's one shrine off in the middle of nowhere where like negative X, mm-hmm. you know, it just know that we're going to talk about those kind of in generalities. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, I'm excited about this. This is yeah. a game that I've wanted that just has been on my pile and I've wanted to finish it since I played the first third of it. And I'm going to go back, restart it and uh, uh, get all the get all the jazz out of it I can. Yeah, me too. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting like I have a, a play a, like a save file that is like close to the end. I'm considering whether I want to restart or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe not close to the end, like halfway through. Yeah. Um, whether I want to restart enough or whether I want to do kind of a combination, like play through the end and then just do the first, you know, ten hours again. Yeah. yeah. Because those first ten hours are super magical. Yeah. Those uh, there's so many mechanics to talk about. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So excited about that. And uh, John's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, as as Cole mentioned, he's already been on the show before mm-hmm. um that it will be uh it'll be fun to have them on yeah so cool. yeah that's uh that's march we have cool stuff planned for april we have kind of tentpole cool stuff for the whole year yeah um in different places so look forward to that yeah. um it's going to be a fun interesting year Absolutely. for the show cool. um so if you want to yeah. write in about those the deadline is march the 15th for uh our shooter whatever ends up winning uh hearts of stone uh and uh legend of zelda breath of the wild yeah yeah and uh if uh you know if you want to dictate a game guest on a show do any of those things those things are all available through our patreon as well as voting on our polls so the reason why john was able to do that is because uh, he supported us um you know if you're listening to this and don't yet support us i would encourage you to do so Mm -hmm. uh makes a big difference in our lives and you get a bunch of cool stuff and uh it is very fun to interact with people it kind of in this way yes you know even something like you know uh like 
we didn't end up liking Child of Light very much. I'm really glad we got a chance to play it, though, and I really like that episode. Yeah. Um, you know, opening up some of that, ceding some of that control uh, through Patreon has been really positive, I think. Yeah. It has so. uh, broadened our horizons and broken us out of some ruts, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, until uh, next time, um, you know, thanks. Good night. Yeah, thank and you. Uh, we'll, we'll see, see you in a week. Bye.